0: I, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan, just because firstly I think you're a, a wonderful human being, but also the way you play the game, the way you play cricket, you have your heart on your sleeve. You're just you're just a warrior, man. I'm I'm a fan, and, and thanks for coming
1: on. It's it's great to have you in. No, it's sir, thank you very much for for having me. Um, I've always seen you on the <laughs> on the Super Sport channel. Um, you know when I got to the Titans, got to meet you. Um, Spend a few few days with you, and yeah, it was also great to have you. Thank you for having me. Here.
0: No man, it's great. It's great. Um, firstly, Titans have had a have a good season. T Twenty champions, right of South Africa. Um, SA Twenty was a success for you. You were in the winning team, the winning franchise. How how has that SA Twenty changed cricket? Because I feel like South Africa needed something like that. And hats off to everyone involved because. You know, uh, having been involved in the Pretoria Capitals behind the scenes, I could see this IPL influence, and it's a monster, man. But maybe just say, tell tell me how it's changed your life, because I think being drafted in, um, firstly, getting a crack in the team, you maybe didn't get the game time you wanted, but you were still part of it, still won the title.
1: Yeah, look, um, firstly, being being drafted in was, was... I think it was ex- exciting for everyone. Like, what
0: were you doing? <laughs> I, I need to know. I always ask, like Chris Morris yeah. was telling me about the story when he got the yeah. IPL and he got, I mean, he's ridiculous. <laughs> but, and this uh, Simon Harmer just bought beer <laughs> and just ran down and went crazy in the hotel room. But what were you doing at the
1: time? Well, at the time, we, it was it was a preseason. So we were, we were playing a few preseason games. We actually played a lot of preseason games. Um, we were playing at Irene and I'd played the day before and I'd asked um, our coach, my to have a day off the next day. And they had the an auction and I was I was sitting at home and um just chilling. Um and then I d did, I, I didn't watch it for the longest time and then until about five, six o'clock uh, I tuned in. Um and then my name came up and then disappeared again. <laughs> um and then well, yeah, yeah, Because, like, I, I mean you uh, see your I name and yeah, you like, Oh well, maybe, hey, hey, who knows? Yeah, never had name came up again. And then the sunrise was good, and I was like, "Guys, come on!" <laughs> but yeah, um, no one else bid, uh, so it, it was uh, the base price. I was I was I was ecstatic because my family was, was watching, my f- my friends at home were watching. So they, I got like calls like, like from randoms even. Um, so it was it was, it was an ex- exciting time for me as well, like, just to be drafted in, like you say, being uh, be involved in the tournament. And like when I, when you, when I got to P and when I saw the, the quality of the tournament, it was just unbelievable. Um the 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 level of cricket as well was every game was just exciting to watch. It was like you say, like IP, IPL like. Um obviously with the with the teams linked to IPL teams yeah. it was it was sort of that vibe. Um the stadiums were unbelievable pack for the first time I've 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 ever played under those circumstances. So St. George's it was, was, it was humming. Sure. It, was, it was unbelievable. Uh, so the whole experience for me was, 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 was really a good roller coaster. It was yeah. very, very very nice.
0: How's the body feeling? Because there's been a lot of cricket, man. Um, with all due respect, you're not a youngster anymore. 33, you're not an oldie. Um, what do they say? An OBG. An oldie <laughs> but goodie. OBG. Um, <laughs> but um, how's the body feeling? Because I imagine it's been, it's been a condensed se- season of a lot of cricket.
1: Luckily we have um, quite a good SNC um, did look after me, and luckily he was at the sun with me as well, so um, worked worked with him there as well. But the body did feel a bit a bit uh, a bit of the work, especially the last four, <laughs> four games we had. I think you had four in a row, or something wow. like. so and was back to back. So it did feel a bit, in the, especially in the last game. Um, but I've had a month to to recover now, so yeah, I'm feeling good now.
0: Um, I can imagine it's like afternoon on day four of a four-day oh. game and you've been chasing leather or whatever it is. You know, it's not easy to, to suddenly just get to the top of your mark and try and knock a batsman over. But I suppose you you do what you do. And, and that's one thing I must commend you on. Mm. Every time I've seen you play, when you're walking back to your mark, you're always charging in, man. You're trying to do something. And I, th- I think you're the type of cricketer that, creates things you, from either pressure or a, a bit of energy into the team is that something you've always tried to bring in your game
1: um yeah i, f- I remember now this last was before the, the game i think there was a moment like that where um captain sims came to me and was like dude we need a wicket and we need something and just like after tea and just it was long it was my body was sore i looked at junior his body sore and i was like okay, let me let me uh, I'll, I'll grab the ball and then then it didn't pan out like the way we, we wanted to um, I think I went for like 16 that over four half volleys <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like uh, I've always I've always tried to to uh, bring in energy Um, um it's, it's it's the the least I can ask for for myself in, on, a, on a cricketing perspective Um en- energy is not a skill um, it's it's, uh, it's personality it's um, it's mindset so I've always I've always tried to to bring out that aspect of, of my game wherever I play um, whether it's club um, whichever team I'm playing for so yeah energy is a thing that, that that's a big part of my game
0: obviously the Eastern Cape is is home uh, it's where you you've, you made your you cut your teeth um, but your move to the Titans is, has seemed to be an Sort of breathing new life into your career, right? Because it's a great setup, and I mean, I'm obviously a little bit biased yeah. having having worked there <laughs> and I know everyone there. But there's a reason they have 19 or 20 domestic trophies, right? Yeah. Things just happen. Tell, take <clears throat> us inside that, that sort of the Mandela, Jeff, uh, Richard, Desneves sort of think tank, because I get the feeling they obviously set the bar incredibly high for you guys because they respect you guys and what you can do for them.
1: I think um, coming from the outside uh, and coming in uh, at, at, the la- at the late stage of my career, obviously there's a there's a standard that's been set yeah. by past players, like I say, 19 trophies, this, 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 and that. So there's, uh, and I've, for me, watching that standard and playing against those people, there was also something that there was also something about the Titans. And you walk into the Titans, well, I walked into the Titans, and I, and immediately, um, immediately saw that th- th- at the stadium, they, they, they players all. Well. <clears throat> all over the stadium um it's just it's just a different sort of vibe um players are looked after um um and like like I said everything just sort of set out and the 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 combination with the, with, with the stuff as well they, they literally you don't have to do anything you just have to rock up do your skill and go home um and and they they put in everything to to the players so it's a whole, it's a whole, it's a whole lot of people working around us and behind us um, to make us work. Um, so it's a, it's a engine that's running well yeah. at the moment. It's running really well. Well-oiled machine. <laughs> Well-oiled machine. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, I, I think it's it's been running so well for so long that um, when you walk into the to the change room, you just you just want to be a part of of carrying it through and carrying it forward. You know what I mean? So and, and luckily when I when I came in there there's there was a few players like your Deans, your your that have that have been um, there for quite a while so they can sort of relay that that message that this is how the things are done and and I'm just there to carry on.
0: Is it tricky with let's be honest? There's some rock stars in that change room. <laughs> of I mean, uh, not they don't always play for for the Titans, but when you have guys like Dean Helger. Uh, you know, Aiden Markram, Tienis Jr. The, the list goes on. I mean, you, Quinny, uh, you've got this young kid. I don't know if you've heard of him. Devil Brevis is pretty good, apparently. Don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I'm just saying there's a lot of hype around them. But it, it appears like there's no egos. There's good banter. Um, and everyone's there to basically be successful.
1: That's what it is, yes. Um. Like, like you said, it's. I don't think that there's ego in the sense of I'm better than you it's it's the ego of I want to make you better so that we can we can be better yeah and it's sort it's a it's a i don't know if the reactive ego um mm-hmm. where if you if you're not if you're not pulling up your socks, you're going to be told listen, yeah, It's not the titan's way and and that 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 phrase has come up a lot of times this is not the t- titans way, and the people keep hoping it's not the titan's way, and that's and that's the legacy that that have um they've earned they've earned the right to, to, to say those sort of things um, but obviously now with a few changes um, in, in our system and a lot of players going up um, we had to get the likes of Brevis yeah. as you say Donovan Ferreira um, he's also a youngster who's, who's looking really good um, so and that's instilled in them as well it's, as soon as they, they, they walk into that they change them and it's 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 intimidating from, from the outside I won't lie when I when I can imagine I, when I first walked yeah. in I was like oh Proteal player everywhere. Yeah. Like I mean, Simon Harmous yeah, destroyed it at
0: Essex and the County, and then <laughs> plays a handful of games is your top wicket taker. You know, I, um, I can imagine it's intimidating for that sort of thing.
1: It is. It's, it's, w- w- walking in there, but uh, they they make you feel so comfortable. Um, they made me feel so comfortable. Um, um, and I think whichever whichever player walks in there will, will feel very comfortable in that setup. It's I could, I could go on for a long. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> I could go on forever. Did that, um,
0: sort of, with Aiden captaining at, at Sunrises, um, uh, did that kind of that rub off in that sort of space too? Because obviously there were, from from the outside, I, I know um, people, when the tournament started, were like, Sunrises, yeah, you guys, what? you know what I mean? You guys don't really have a chance, but then you sort of just strung it together and at the end of the day you were champions. But in that sort of environment, was there always that sort of, Guys, we need to impress these fans. You know, there's a hype around here because there's a bit of pressure that comes with yeah, SA Twenty uh, when it was brought into South Africa because people expected the cricket to be at a certain level.
1: Yeah, the connection with the with the Sunrisers came with the coach, Eddie Burrell. He was a big driver of of our of our environment, and and then I think he was very strategic in sort of getting who he wants your fanameva your Brighton Koss, Magala, um, Stabzi, sort of the locals, um, so that the, the crowds actually can identify with the lo- locals. And, yeah. uh, and it happened. Our stands were full for a reason. They were full because Stabzi was there, Magala was there, Aiden Aya I, I was there, um, Rula was there. So I think that it was very strategic in that planning, and then obviously driving the, the, whole, the whole team dynamics together, Aiden was a was a, a, a masterful in that one. Um, he such a calm, cool captain. <laughs> um, also, got white line fever. He, he does the job on the field, so it was it was a, a great experience. So,
0: in your opinion, looking at uh, so a guy like Aiden Markham, a lot's been said about him being a, a natural leader, which which we know he is. And now that he's sort of sort of been entrusted with the with the white ball, the T Twenty sort of stuff. It it just looks like some guys are are natural leaders. And I know you've played with a lot of captains over the years. Is it a feeling thing as a player when you have someone who's a natural leader or do they just have a presence when they walk into the change room type thing? Because there are different types of leaders. But as a player, as a warrior, as someone who's um, stuck in and wants to win, wants to be successful, you look at your captain and go, okay, I can get behind this guy, or is it a feel thing? I mean, Sibs is obviously captain of the Titans at the moment. Yeah. Um, but maybe share that with me. Like When you look at a leader, and because obviously there's a leadership group, and I yeah. get that, and you have a dean and all that sort of thing. But when it comes to looking at, it, at a captain and going, this guy motivates me, or, he fires me up, when do you know? Is it something they do? Is it something they, where they carry themselves?
1: <laughs> I think um – it's something that it's a, it's it's a presence. Um, you can see you can see the presence of a guy wh- wh- whether he's leading or not. Like you say, there's, le- there's groups, leadership groups. There's youngsters coming in. You can see you can see the leadership quality in the person, the way he prepares, the way he conducts himself around the group. When he speaks, people listen. Um, um, and and someone like Aiden is not not like a loud speaker ways, but when he speaks, people listen because. He's just got that presence about him. And but there's different there's different ways to to captain like you say. And some, some, some guys you like, okay, I'm I'm following this guy because he's running through the wall um <laughs> for me and yeah. I'm I'm going with him. You know what I mean? So there's there's guys that, that that front up like that. But um I think Aiden's got this presence of the field and then becomes a demon on the field. Like it's just like similar characteristics to to myself where um quite reserved off, off the field but then on the field it's like white line fever like uh, we need to need to do something about this so like um, I think with AIDS I, I re- resonated with that um, and then obviously other captains are different
0: you guys don't call him AIDS though you call him Sauce Sauce <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that another day um, but Tempo Bavuma is a similar type leader in that he is not the most sort of outspoken and vocal and loud um, but he, he likes to lead with his actions. And you and Temba get on very well. You go way back. Um, you, you guys are supposed to play golf sometime, I believe.
1: So I, 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 I wanted to text him. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> a golfer. I was getting really bored of my couch, but he's the only person that I know that I could say, listen, let's go. Um not yeah. even a around, just like hit some balls somewhere.
0: He's, but he's a lovely guy. No, I mean, the interactions I've had, I can only say good things, but he's coming for a lot of stick. From the public and from the media to a certain extent, and I'm not sure why. It's not deserved, it, surely.
1: I think this, for me, what what impressed me is how he's handled it. Um, he's sort of, like you say, is a lead by example type of person, and he's, he's handled it really well. And he's this this year, has just come out of his shell, and he's he's, he's, he's just smashing it. He came he came he came into of of our our Sunday um, side as well, and you, you just could see the hunger and speaking to him is just he's just hungry like you could see he's hungry for 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 what's what coming and i'm very excited for for the year for him and for the protest. um he's is uh, is a different he's a different character after after all that all that strife in the media, media and i think it's going to be good for the country
0: when he came back from the world cup uh i was at that press conference when they arrived back he looked like destroyed like mentally drained like the last place he wanted to be was fronting up to the media after that World Cup. And he's sort of taken it in his stride. I think since then, he's just developed this sort of seriously thick skin. But he's also gone out and he's scored runs. We all know Temper can play. Is he, is he difficult to bowl to?
1: Yeah, very difficult to bowl to. I've played against him since oh, we were 19. Well, oh, even earlier, school days. He's um, always been a difficult, difficult character to bowl to. Um, but like, like I think with him, he's always had these challenges. Um, being the first black batsman, first test black batsman, all those, all those challenges that, he, that he's overcome. And I think that's made him, that's made that thick skin that you're talking about. Right. He's got, uh, and for me, like, when I saw him in the SA20, because I hadn't seen him in a while since, um, he hadn't, he hadn't been playing. And when, I, when he came into the change, d- just looked at different different timber to me mm-hmm. and um, well, I, w- I saw a different timber as well on the field <laughs> Is this, this training out the runs
0: oh, that's, good. that's good and I think South Africa needs a timber but scoring runs we need all our batsmen to be firing mm-hmm. I, I think looking ahead sort of World Cup wise 50 overs South Africa's always had this like sort of monkey on their backs right I mean since the days of Alan Donald and you know Lance Klusner running each other out Against Australia and whatever else, we've never actually quite kicked on. But I get the feeling that within the national setup, looking from the outside, with Rob Walter coming in now, that there appears to be change. Like it, it's almost like there's a power being put back in the players, an investment in the players, and said perform in your roles.
1: Yeah, s- certainly for like the, even the way the, the the players speaking, like I mean. Listen to um, a classy's interview. Another um, well, gun player is interview. in ridiculous <laughs> form. <laughs> so they're speaking the same language in terms of being freed up. Even Queenie's interview, that uh, being f- being freed up, new new lease um, on sort of how t- how to play the game. Um, not reckless, but just free. And it seems it seems to be a, t- a trend. Um, and seems to be a conversation that's, that's happening at the top and. And it looks that way because I'm scoring tons of runs now, <laughs> all formats even. so, It's mad. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's mad. So like uh, it's like I said, it's exciting to, to see that stuff. Like, um, f- And I think our batting lineup, we've got a massive headache there, especially for the World Cup. There's this, they're all gun players. Yeah, they are. Gun players. And obviously, we've had a a bowling attack that's been good for quite a while, adding Magala now there with... With Jansen, it's it's looking good. It's looking good for us.
0: Um, as someone who's so entrenched in, in South African cricket and, and you look around at the talent coming through, does that give you the feeling that, you know, in a way your hard work has paid off, that you might have inspired someone along the way? Because when it, when we look around, we always know that there's some talent in the school system in South Africa. And we've always had incredible school players but only a select few have really kicked on from mm-hmm. schools. And there seems to be an. And before Varsity Cup and that sort of thing, it, that pipeline was very bottlenecked. Mm-hmm. But you look now at the guys that are coming through, and they really are s- superb players. Do you feel like you've had some influence on that in some way, even if it's bowling at a youngster or, or something along those lines? Because with someone who's had the experience you've had, you've played on all the surfaces, you've seen it pretty much all in terms of cricket, there is this sort of growth um, pattern. There's this time you have to spend. You have to earn your stripes. And do you think you've played a, a part in, in that in some shape or form?
1: I would like to think so. Um, like I say, I've been playing for quite a while now. And <coughs> like looking back... Um, Especially like, especially in my community, like in the African community, like when I started playing, you could count on 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 two f- on two hands the amount of black players are playing in um now not on doesn't first division then well um, franchise system back yeah. then and good <coughs> count like each each team probably have one or two players yeah. and so now like. It's it's flooded and it's and they and they keep coming. So I'd like to think I've had sort of an influence on on a few on a few people, especially from where I come from. And so, yeah, I think I think maybe yeah, I think I I think I might have had something to do with a bit of influence here and there.
0: As a and and you make mention of it, as a black player coming into a sport like cricket when you started your career. Was it intimidating? Was it like? Case of what am I doing, or was it a case of I just love playing cricket, and a, and I'm here to do my best? Can you maybe take us back to where it all started?
1: <laughs> well, for me, it wasn't it wasn't really intimidating to be fair. Like, for me, when I started playing cricket, um, I went to a, I went to a white school mm-hmm. um, at a very young age, so I was always the the, the token guy or the, the black guy that's playing cricket with the sure. whiteies. So. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't feel any sort of pressure or, wasn't, it wasn't intimidating, but the only thing that was intimidating when I got there was, was the names, I was with, with the their names around me, like, I remember when I, w- when I got to the Warriors, I was 20, 19, 20, and Mark Boucher, Joe Cullis, Makaya, L- Totobe, <laughs> T- so it was <laughs> some Pannell, Rockstar names, rockstar yeah, names. Yeah, yeah. and they just won the, the, yeah. the T20 and the one day title, um, I had rockstar coaches as well at, at the time, um, Pete Porter and um, Eddie Pearl were, in, were involved as well. So when I walked in there, that was, that was the most intimidating part. It wasn't me playing cricket; it okay. was just the names that I'm, I'm surrounded. I, I couldn't believe that part. Well, I'm playing with my childhood heroes. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um, at St George's Park. At St George's, which is a beautiful stadium. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was really cool at the time, and um, but. At the same time, it, I think that sort of process fast-tracked me as well because I was, I was eager to, to improve and eager to sort of impress. Um, but yeah, like, I, I, don't, I don't think I was, I was intimidated by, by the game. Um, like I said, I was, I was always um, playing cricket. I've played cricket for a long time.
0: Was cricket, I mean, when you were small, when you had your choice of sports that you could do, was cricket the one? Did, I mean, your, what's your earliest memory of cricket?
1: Cricket, cricket was. I think cr- cricket was chosen for me. By, by, by the way, um, um, I'm from a village called Mtinga, location outside King Williamstown. My current team is from the same village. So, when he was when he was sort of um, coming up um, to pro tiers and stuff like that, at the, at the young uh, border pro tiers, there was a lot of focus on him. And every now and then, a lot of, uh, people would come in have a look at him. And I, I was his neighbor. So i will be playing cricket outside. And then... One well, day so you were playing... I was playing... A, I the think I was three, four years, four years old. And then one day, um, a guy called Greg Hayes. Um, he was a, a border... Um, big guy at border cricket. And him and Raymond Boy, they were, they were coming to visit Mackay once again. And I was playing cricket outside and this Greg Hayes guy... First time I've, I've seen a white person speak close by the way. <laughs> <laughs> spoke my language. So he came to me he's like, Here's a cricket bat, here's a, a ball, next time I see you, or oh, do you see you playing cricket? So I was like, Okay, whatever and, and then but like we play literally play cricket every day. Every single day. Till the till the we sun had some came. Epic yeah, test yeah. Matches, yeah like they? till <laughs> the till the sun till the sun the sun sh- uh, shuts down or whatever. So
0: that famous ad, that TV ad when they switch off the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, That's, that's <laughs> that literally.
1: So, um, so when, and then fast forward two years later, same guy came back. was like, listen, well, we spoke to my family in closer. Listen, really really think there's something going here. We're going to take him just to, a, to a white school. Uh, take him out of um, the village. And that happened.
0: How did your family react to that?
1: I think there was probably excited as I was because <laughs> it was an opportunity for, for schooling and yeah. free schooling so I got a bursary at I think all the cricketers always laugh at me when, when I say oh, I got a bursary at six, at six years old um, to go to Dell Junior so I've, my earliest memories of cricket were really really early Okay, really early and so when I got to Dell I was exposed to other sports um, played rugby played cri- uh, cricket hockey uh double the tennis, um, double the squash, but then I was I was good at rugby cricket and hockey. Um for a long time um it was, it was cricket and then I you got didn't t- play lock though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what position did you play? I was scrum off I was about scrum to off say, and fly off.
1: There we go. Um but for the longest time it was cricket and then I got to high school. I started enjoying hockey more. Um I invested my time in hockey. I was
0: and the hockey setup was a good setup. it was a good I? setup, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So I played hockey um, Played South African s- schools at 16, 17, and 18. And I was, I was really keen on hockey. Um, and then I was supposed to go to Northwest for on a hockey bursary with fair weather. Um, and that didn't happen. I think he left to go to the island, coaching Island or whatever. So that 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 fell through and then I a bit, uh, had a like a break from everything for a year like a gap year mm-hmm. I, I think I still have it on my Facebook gap year <laughs> <laughs> I had a gap year um, and then so I met this guy in, in the UK when, when, when my school toured toured the UK for cricket and he like he messaged me he's like listen do you want to come over play cricket f- in the UK like whatever I'm not doing anything anyway it's in the winter I'm not doing anything so I, w- I got up there I that, that was in 2020 Twenty ten? Yeah, 2010, I think. So I'll go up there, have a nice, decent season that's I'd come back. Um Where, where bounce was that in the UK? I actually went to two places. Um <laughs> I went to a place called Oh, I forgot now. will be so mad at me. Woodla- we, we can l- edit this out, out if you want. That would later. That would Um, but it was it was like it, it was like in the in the outskirts and like a village double place and it was very low grade cricket mm-hmm. it was my second game there I think I scored like 200 in a in a, in a one day game and then I was like okay now you, you need to go somewhere else for this <laughs> league <laughs> going to another league so then I went to Birmingham okay, uh, um, in Coventry uh, Coventry North Warwick um, then I played there um, enjoyed it very well. I a very very high standard of cricket I played I think I played with a couple um, Warwick players as well so it was it was nice um, for a 20 year old and then I came back to South Africa, and then that season I, I made my debut for Border, for Border Provincial. And the following season, um, it was the Warriors. The Warriors contacted me, got got to the Warriors, and then it's been Warriors since about three years ago. Um, now but you're th- now you're Sky Blue. Now I'm <laughs> <a> Sky Blue. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a, a journey, and cricket has been it's always been a. Been a constant, constant, you, yeah. It's
0: been a constant that's um time in the UK because a lot of people um are reluctant to to sort of experience new things, especially if you're a youngster straight out of high school. Yeah. Uh, there's a potential academy gig or whatever it is. How important were those years you spent in the UK and experiencing that not just from a cricket point of view but a human point of view shaping you and who you are today?
1: I mean, for me, I was never like. Uh, like I said, I was never scared to to leave home. I know uh, at home they were scared. Ah, well, what if this is human trafficking or? I was, I was nervous. I was like, no, man, this is real. Um, because I've, I've always been away. I was a hostel boy from grade one to, yeah. gra- to grade twelve. Now then you know what. So it's I like. know what it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. being away from home. Like every every h- holiday I'm, I'm on tour, so I only see my ho- my, ho- my home once a year. So I was, I was like, I'm fine. I can go. Um, from a growth point of view, I think it's a, it's a very important phase for, for 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 any young cricketer that wants to to take the the cricket further. You grow as a human being. You're living alone. You the cricket doesn't grow drastically, but you you accustomed to different yeah. um, conditions. You have to react differently. Different human beings. Different cultures. Um, so I, it it was important for me to to go there. Um, it, it was an important part of my journey.
0: I've got to ask you. Um, and every cricketer that I come across, I ask them, who's the fastest bowler they've ever faced? And did you ever, like, think there's a chance I could get really hurt here? You, you know what I mean? Because they're guys with gas. Yeah. I look at Nokia, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, Mark Wood. You know, in the, Watching the IPL, I'm like, most the fast bowlers are doing 140s, 145s, closing in on 150. I'm like, it feels like... That's where you have to be <laughs> yeah, to be... You know what I mean? Right but who is the, who's the fastest you faced or made you very uncomfortable?
1: The fastest bowler i faced is probably... It's between Tipo and... um Ashantilanga.
0: Oh yeah, Mashant was...
1: There was a stage was where Mashant was a demon and Murray, 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 had, Murray, Murray had phases where he could just cr- crank it on and... I think Machant with, oh, been, I think his personality as well Mashant, because he's in your face and aggressive um, yeah he was probably uh, the fastest I've ever faced and I felt we, we, I think as a, as a team we felt like oh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is different <laughs> <gravy>. <laughs>
0: Um when you are facing rapid pace like that what, what's going through your mind because I imagine it's about I need to watch the ball and try not to get hit by this gas well, and then try not to get out yeah. because yeah, it's, wherever <laughs> you're coming in you
1: know yeah a lot a lot goes on a lot goes on like especially when you when you first walking in and it's just paced like a lot a lot goes on um sometimes your, your feet don't even move your trigger you're you just you're trying to focus on the ball but like your mind is just but i think the simplest thing to do is just watch the ball watch the ball and like the, the longer the longer obviously there you the more, the better you 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 face. But like, it's yeah, it's not not comfortable sometimes. <laughs>
0: um, in terms of the batters you bowl to, that's I mean you've got a ton of gun batsmen at, at the Titans and in the domestic season uh, that you bowl to. But is there one particular batsman that you bowl to you thought I, my game plans is not going to work here? Or I don't know what else to bowl to this guy. Well, <laughs> oh, there's,
1: there's a few. Um, there's a few. Th- that, it, that come to mind, but in different formats as well. Like um, the four day format, like, not not like you always think you got a chance because the ball sort of moves every now and then, and you got time to so there's set, time them, to up, set yeah. them up as well. But in that format, when I, f- when I bowled, I think was, I was very young, when I was when bumping into Mackenzie, I felt clueless, lost. And then in the white ball format, AB comes to mind. Um, I think you're not the only <laughs> one. Every <laughs> <laughs> so And there was one specific game where I was bowling. I but we were well. We came across a mean Chris Gale in London. Um, I think we made one, one, one sixty odd, and they chased it down. I think twelve overs. He scored hundred and something. Oh man! And I just, I it was just, I do, I, I think I bowled six different balls to him and. Then just smashed everything. <laughs> um, so that that was probably the most intimidating, um, yeah. or like result-wise. But like, AB has just always been another another level. In in
0: the SA Twenty and in particular the T Twenty format, you've got batters that are doing very unconventional things. And I mean, you just have to watch. I mean, there was Shikha Darwin who changed stance. And slapped it like, it It was just bizarre, like how he hit it. And I'm thinking, how do you, as a bowler in T20 cricket, it's punishment, man. It's punishment. Because I know you have to stick to a game plan. Mm. You've got to have your variations. And someone like you who's very crafty, how do you approach that? Because first, it must feel like the boundaries are smaller, especially if it's an N1 highway track wicket that's been prepared. It can't be easy being a
1: bowler and T twenty cricket. <laughs> it's not easy. It's it's the worst actually. Um this is like I had this conversation with my with my geeks actually the other day. Like um during the State twenty we were just chilling outside after a game and a couple of us were sitting there and somebody asked him like what what like what does he do when like somebody comes after him and just like it's the simplest thing to, to do as well is, is just like I said there's game, players, game plan If you stick to it and and somebody teach you out your game plan you've done your you've done your part you just park it and then worry about the next ball Um, and and that's as, and that's as simple as as it is it's hard but it's it's as simple as that it's like you're gonna get days where you, you're gonna go yeah you just gotta accept that you're gonna get days where you're gonna you're gonna travel and then you're gonna get days where you'll 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 come right.
0: What's some of the best advice that you've got in in cricket? Because for me, cricket is a sport of time, skill, patience, um, determination. But what's the the best bit of advice you've ever got?
1: I think keeping it simple is probably the best advice because that's that's what the game is. Just keep it keep it simple. Um, we make it really hard for ourselves um, by thinking by overthinking and thinking ahead and, and thinking about what previously happened keep it simple That's probably the best, best approach best approach <laughs> keep it simple
0: Um, I've always wanted to ask a lot's been said about sledging over the years I know in particular at international level but that doesn't mean that sledging doesn't happen at provincial level or club yeah. level I think it's probably even worse at yeah. club yeah. level but these days, is it still something that that happens? Is there is it more about clever chirps than proper sledging? You know, because I know the heat of battle, and it says a fast spurs, medium fast, fast medium, wherever we depends mm-hmm. on the day, or <laughs> <laughs> this time um, of the year. But you're gonna have to have a chirp. Your your chirp game has to be on point. Sometimes,
1: not really chirpy, but. Okay. Um, I've got uh, not, not not a few words, but I got I, I got a few things that I do like long follow through, stay downs. That's my version of okay. it. Okay. But there's guys that are that are clever out there. There's guys that can get under your skin, but there's guys that are vulgar as well. I <laughs> can too, imagine. <laughs> <and> <laughs> too, <laughs> yeah. So they, there's, there's 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 different types, and um, I think it's it's settled down, but it's yeah. there's, there's, it's still it's still certainly there um, with the com- competition that, that is. Um, like you say it's it's a competitive sport at the end of the day you need to find ways to to get people out yeah Uh,
0: Yeah. uh, that sort of intimidation factor getting in people's head I suppose look if you've beaten a guy three times outside the off stump and he's like he knows he's under pressure you don't need to say anything you can just go like you know on the (laughs) stair
1: yeah you know you (laughs) know, coming the worst thing about cricket like you beat him you beat him three times four times Next off, dropped next ball's boundary. Like it's so. Like I think that's why I've stayed away, stayed away from chirping because, at the end of the day, I don't have any control of what's what's going to happen. Yeah. So I just, I'll I'll stay I'll stay down, give this odd look there. Um, but just I'll just bring my my sort of energy to towards the game and try and lift my intensity.
0: But you must th- have characters in your oh. change room. I mean, I'm <laughs> not gonna say names,
1: <laughs> but I know there's a few we characters a that aren't scared of a chip. <laughs> we got a couple I, and I, I actually I enjoy it. Like it, it sort of when the, when you play with people like that, like it, for me it's I I enjoy that. I enjoy I enjoy people like that in my in, in my team. And like I say, we've got a few characters that are like that. Um not f- not afraid of, of breaking the boundaries and yep. bending the rules.
0: There's one left handed batsman who might have captain <laughs> South Africa who's not scared of a chip, right? <laughs> From slip, if he comes <laughs> in,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. He's just the. <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's I think it just it just be all his his teammates more in opposition these days, so I don't know. I Does don't he know. get bored? He though, gets though, bored, so I, <laughs> think. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Get but
0: bored. but I think that that's the beauty of cricket is one day when you hang up your spikes, you'll have some amazing memories, oh, some yeah. fun. Do you have at this point in your career one particular memory that really sticks out for you that I mean makes you makes you go like I'm glad I played this
1: game. <sighs> I'm putting so you on many. the spot. You're yeah, i man, so many. Like for me, um, coming coming to the Titans, like, for me it was about trying to win trophies. I've always been almost, almost there, almost there. I've always had good teams and the Warriors almost there, almost there. But winning my first trophy and it was a four-day trophy as well. It was, it was unbelievable. It was that that moment for me was like, yeah, this is, why, this is why you play. So you play cricket um, for these these memories, yeah.
0: And now you've got a T20 uh, title. Yeah, I've got so. a T20 title as well. Um, what's next for you? Obviously, now there's a bit of off time mm. uh, before you get back into the sort of the strength and conditioning <laughs> and, the, and the fun preseason. Oh. How tough is that? Does it get harder each season?
1: Yeah, it does get harder each season. Um, I think it gets gets harder to start, it, it, it but then when you start it just sort of flows. But it, I think it depends on the on the on the on the, S- on the S- SNC you have. Like you asked how how tough that is. Um and last season was probably one of the, one of my best um off seasons. Um it was it wasn't relaxed but it was it was to the point. It was to what I needed. And I was glad I'm I'm glad we have Lades at the at the moment. Um so it's it can get tough, but the lo- uh, as 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 we do it, it just just sort of rolls on because um, you know what you're doing.
0: Have have you given much thought of life after cricket? Because that's inevitable for anyone, yeah. um, and someone who's bowled a million deliveries or more. <laughs> <laughs> um, that day, hopefully, it's not anywhere near. But have you given much thought to that? What you would like to do is is coaching something or commentary or because a lot of players want to try and get into that space where they're, they're in, still in touch
1: with the game. I think uh, um, over the years I've had like different different things like uh, I wanted to tap into businesses I wanted to do go into property but in the last couple of years something uh, said to me I need to sort of give back to the game um, which form I don't know yet um maybe coaching well, I'll start with coaching but yeah I think giving back for me is 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 one of my my biggest um um things at the moment um and this guy's it's been I've been thinking about it for the past past three, 3 4 years now okay um I think the game the game has given me so much like i said i've been playing since I was four years old yeah <laughs> hey you got a bursary <laughs> at, at 6, six. <laughs> so the game has given me so much so and giving back is yeah i have I, well not i have to but like it's it's a, the a main the main the main goal for me
0: looking around um, we're still short on development we're still not we should have more black cricketers scoring hundreds taking fifers at all levels not just for the pro why do you think we're sort of falling short is it just a case of <coughs> a lack of manpower because you said you want to give back and and I envisage that at some point that will involve your community back in, in yeah. the Eastern Cape as well as the communities you've touched wherever you've been, where you've played. Uh, if it's Haman's Kral, if it's Shoshenguwe, uh, Mamalodi, why do you think we're falling short, man? Because we have such talent coming through at school level and I know that certain schools get it right and that's a, that is a privilege and that is a, a, um only certain people can afford to get in there. But why aren't we kicking on because we know the talent that comes out of the Eastern Cape that comes all, out, all over South Africa
1: well yeah, it's interesting you asked me that um, I, I had a conversation with, about the same thing with one of my mates <coughs> um, don't have drop the name or anything, but he played rugby as well um, also went to del Dale, Dale college and we were, I was asking like what like he asked me what what what's going on why is, why what happened what's the with the development but I think I think manpower um, manpower is, is the issue because um, back in back in my day um, there were there was, there was too much cricket for us <laughs> we used to play we used to play week in week out even if I'm even if my mates from the village used to come play against us week in week out There's, um, there used to be a lot of involvement in the in the community back then and that faded away. I don't know when. I don't know how. Maybe it was uh, funds or whatever, but it just faded away for, for a long time. Um, and I think, I don't know how it will to get back to what it, what it was, but I would love to see that.
0: Because, I mean, we see the KFC stuff that yeah. happens, but that's like a drop in the ocean, you know? Like, I just feel, looking at it, how many people have played this game? And I'm not saying um, everyone has who's made it successfully but there are people that are born to be coaches there are people that um might not be blessed with the skills like yourself to make it as a professional but have talents in the coaching space or just the development space as an administrator why or you know what i mean like why aren't these people being given opportunities and i know people are trying to do academies everywhere and that's to earn a living but i honestly feel that more could be done to nurture that talent man because at the end of the day like you look across South Africa. There's so much talent that just never gets the opportunity.
1: Yeah, 100. percent Like, um, <clears throat> I think me, me giving back is probably that's probably one one of the things I w- I'd want to look at um, back back at my community, back back in the Eastern Cape, like we mentioned, um, because it it looks like it's dry again. Oh, not again, but it looks it's like it's dry. It's it's um, there's no manpower that's what it looks like from, from the outside I don't know what, what's going on Are more kids playing football
0: you know what I'm saying uh, or rugby maybe or rugby maybe more just, p- yeah. you know what I mean like I think the, the beauty of cricket is bat and a ball your stumps can be anything from you know what I'm saying and you just need a road or somewhere yeah. um, and I just feel that we're missing a trick here
1: I th- there's definitely a trick uh, that we're missing and I'd love to find out what, what it is so I can maybe try and be that manpower because um,
0: I, I think people look up to you and go, you know, if it's a, a young kid, like you say, wherever they might be in South Africa, and they see you on TV and you're bowling and you, you're winning trophies and things like that, that must inspire some kids. And then how do we make sure that kid who is that, and it's boys and girls, have the desire to play cricket, get an opportunity, man. I think if we crack that, we'll be winning World Cups left, right, and center.
1: I think that's a, yeah, that's a matter of... That gap we need to sort of <laughs> fill again um, but yeah like like you said like you said earlier it's probably about manpower and um, yeah. maybe funding yeah um, it's, it's probably a lot of things but yeah like it's something that I would really li- like to get involved in and and see what I, way I can help um, yeah giving back is
0: you can see it something that puts fire on your does, belly it does really
1: like <laughs> you know, the way the way I I the way I came about is was that system that system brought, brought me up yeah um, so th- it's a massive one for me
0: I've got a few more and we're going to wrap up soon when you look back at your career um, how do you want to be remembered how do you want them to write your I, I know we've still got a few more seasons mm. but I think it's important to know how you want to be remembered how you played the game because it's part of a legacy it's part of what you can then use to give back to, to yeah. the sport. Um
1: energetic, um enthusiastic and like c- that's that dog fight that mm. inst- was was instilled in me at a very young age. Um Never give up, never say die attitude that's sort of um I think the the biggest word there probably resilience like i've I've had a long career i've had lots of ups, lots of downs um injuries um contract losses here, and I've had to get up sometimes um I've had to work my way up from from uh, from dark places, so yeah, I think as resilient as can be I think I've been quite resilient
0: I've thrown the word warrior I think you've been a warrior man I think I'm still a huge fan and I, and I hope there's a few more seasons in there where you can win more trophies yeah. you can continue to represent your community and, and uh, represent just cricket in South Africa and yeah, I can't wait to see you out on the park again and uh, keep up the amazing work and, and I'm sure when you eventually hang up those spikes the addies addies a long for a job. while yeah, yeah that there will be Aya and his sort of foundation or coaching or whatever it is, if it's through C- CSA or the Titans, I've no doubt it will happen.
1: Thank you so much, CS. Thank, Thank you for having me. Thanks for really coming on. really appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.